This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I wanna thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, everyone. And before we jump into the interview of this amazing individual that had the opportunity to interview. I knew when I first was going to create this podcast, I, he was on my radar. Uh, he's a pioneer. He's a trendsetter. He doesn't allow the stand to the status quo. He really challenges the systems and to, to really look beyond and understand the history of where it came from. And then what is it that we have to do to break through and always realizing that nature has all the answers and it's a beautiful balancing act and that you have all within you. So I am so excited that I had the opportunity to re, uh, interview Dr. Vic Numoff. And basically, Dr. Vic is an investigative researcher, an advocate for health freedom, and nationally renowned organic healthcare pr- practitioner. Dr. Vic Numoff released the most explosive book ever written exposing the hidden hand of power behind America's health crisis. 
His purpose is to restore the power to the people by empowering them with facts about who was involved, why they did what they did, and what their ultimate agenda is. After almost 20 years in a private practice, Dr. Vick has discovered that health is an expression of the body's ability to adapt to physical, chemical, and mental stimuli accordingly. This led him to coin the term the adaptability factor. Understanding the nurturing nature and optimal adaptation are the keys to health and healing. Readers will finally get the truth. I cannot tell you the power, the passion that he shares in this. I hope you feel it as much as I did. Um, it was really a powerful uh, interview, and he really breaks it down. And at the end, even though the conversation's a lot about health, it's always coming back to the forefront of looking at you have all within you. You can take this on a mindset level, a success level, a universal law level, and everything else and understand that you have all that you have within you just have to allow for no interference and to trust the process. So let's go ahead on this very passionate and powerful interview that I had with Dr. Vic Numoff. So hey everyone, welcome to uh, another episode here. We got an amazing guest, uh, someone who I adore talking to, picking his brain and uh, all the wealth of knowledge and history and everything that he has. Um, and also, it's really cool that he has the same name as I do. So, uh, Dr. Vic, it's uh, exciting to have you on, brother, man. So excited to have you here. Hey, thanks, Dr. Vic. I appreciate it, man. I've been, uh, I think we've been trying to schedule this for a while now, and I'm glad we could finally make it happen. Heck yeah, brother. I know you're a pioneer of what you're doing, and you're a trendsetter, and uh, you use a lot of stuff, man, to make ways, not only just in uh, the reality of the world, but also even in chiropractic. So I, I commend you and everything that you're doing. Well, thanks, brother. I'm just, just one guy doing his thing, and if uh, the me message resonates with you, great. If not, uh, in the information age, you can't say you didn't know. So true. So true. So uh, I know you wrote a book, uh, Generation Sick. I've read it. It's unbelievably a ton of info. Uh, very inspiring. I, I tell the listeners, you guys will get this in the notes on how to get a hold of it. It's a really powerful book. But you know, one thing I want to start off is how, what, what, where was your why when you wrote this book? What was the calling that you said, I need to get this out there? Well, you know what? Probably about 20, 25 years ago, um, like a lot of things recently, you know, I, I, I found out that things aren't what they're supposed to be. Um, I learned that the, the, the medical system that we were all raised to trust uh, to keep us healthy and have our best interests at heart, um, that really wasn't the case. Um, I learned that the, the, the system was designed to profit off of people's pain and suffering, uh, and I felt betrayed. Uh, I felt almost like Toto at the Wizard of Oz. You know how, you know, you're so excited to, to see the wizard because, you know, he's going to grant you all your wishes. And then all of a sudden you get distracted and you get this little insignificant dog that grabs the curtain and pulls it away. And then all of a sudden you learn that the Oz is not really the Oz. He's just some guy full of smoke and mirrors. So, you know, the, the system, you know, we all have family members who have been sick. Uh, we all have people that we really love and care about, and we really are raised to believe that the system is there to help us and to take care of the people we love. And you wake up one day and uh, you find out that's not the case. 
And uh, I'm one of those guys who, once I learn some information, um, I don't want to sit there and mope about it. Um, I always teach my clients, and I have it on my business card. I said, I don't just treat you, I teach you. And I think that's very, very important. So I learned something that, you know, wasn't in the public domain. I, we, I sort of bought into the illusion of what everybody else told me, and I really didn't look into it myself. So once I learned the system was designed to profit off people's pain and suffering, and that healthy people are a threat to the industry and are not customers, and that as a chiropractor, the medical community hated me because, not because I'm in competition, but because I taught people not only how to get well, but to stay well, and that took money out of their pocket. And it really pissed me off. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to spin the game not be a victim. I wanted to be proactive. So I took the last five years and I researched everything I could about, you know, how the system was created, who was behind it, what the agenda was. And I put it into a book called Generation Sick, The Power of Politics and Propaganda Behind America's Health Crisis. So it's really a, a trying book. And this is a book I wish I had uh, when I graduated chiropractic school almost 20 years ago. Uh, I wish I had it uh, when I had my kids. All right, because I knew that the Oz wasn't the Oz. I knew there was a different agenda. And knowledge is power, really applied knowledge is power. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to be able to level the playing field where I can make the best decisions for myself and my family when it comes to my health and well-being. So I wanted to give that tool to my practice members. And subsequently, it turned into something bigger than myself. And now it's on Amazon and, and uh, Kindle. And I think at the end of September, it's coming out on Audible. It's going to be about nine and a half hours as far as the audio version, because uh, I love audio books. So well, we're getting the message out there. And the purpose of the book is to restore the power to the people, because at the end of it, I hope you recognize the fact that you are the solution. Well, you need to become the solution that you've been looking for. Just like health is an inside-out process, um, solving problems is an inside out process. It's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to what happens to you. So, uh, you know, it's my gift to the public. And, um, you know, I tell them, take it with a grain of salt. Don't believe anything I say, do your own research, but ultimately you're the boss of you. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, um, this is good stuff. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned about the system, um, do you mind sharing like a little bit about like, how did it all begin? Like where did this system, you know, uh, who's the, who's behind the curtain in a sense, who's pulling the strings? Well, who's the Oz? Well, the Oz is John D. Rockefeller senior. All right. You know, in the early 1900s, 1910, uh, specifically, um, he commissioned something called the Flexner report. You know, Abraham Flexner was a crony of Johnny Rockefeller senior and Johnny Rockefeller senior was in standard oil. I know a lot of people know him from, from the oil, um, he's an oil tycoon and, and he's one of his great sayings was competition is a sin. So he wanted a monopoly. You know, he didn't just want to just be in business with you. He wanted to, just wanted to dominate you. So he transitioned out of oil and said, hey, look, you know what? What else can I do? About 1910, uh, he looked at the healthcare system. At that point, it was dominated by homeopaths, homeopathy. Their principles were very simple, like cures like. Uh, he was introduced to a system, a German system called allopathy. Uh, it's not like called, treats like. It's opposite treats 
you know, like. So um, their motivation was to make money uh, off of long-term hospital stays, uh, giving people uh, poisons or drugs to manage symptoms, not cure disease. And they use radical surgeries, um, basically stating that, you know what, if we can't drug it out, we cut it out. So what he did was with the Flexner report was he ended up um, overseeing or looking into all the medical schools in the United States in about 1910. Most medical schools are homeopathy based. And what he decided was, hey, I can make some big money and create a system through healthcare or really sickness care. So what he did was um, the Flexner report basically said, look, you know, uh, the systems the way that they are right now aren't adequate. Uh, we need to improve. This is what we have to offer. So the way we're going to offer the solution is we're going to revamp all the schools. We're going to have our guys sit on the board, the directors, to make sure everything's going properly. And also what we're going to do is we're going to fund them. And we're going to pick a certain amount of schools because we want only the elite to come there. We don't want the smartest of the smartest because you know that's the illusion of value, cost of value ratio. And um, what they did was they put out of business a lot of homeopathy schools, and they started to change the mindset of the public to distrust everything natural and distrust nature, distrust the body. So they would accept an outside-in protocol when it comes to their health as opposed to an inside out. So around 19, between 1910 and 1915, all of this stuff was accomplished and the systems were changed over. And what I want your listeners to know is the Rockefeller Foundation still controls every single medical school, every single chiropractic school, every single naturopath school and homeopathy school in this, uh, in this country. They control also the licensing so they're still overseeing and controlling everything. So they changed the system from a natural-based protocol that nurtured nature and worked congruently with nature to an artificial outside-in protocol that counted on um, artificial means to create customers for life from birth to death. And, you know, it was a system that still to this day uh, is loyal to their shareholders and not to their customers. And, you know, they still don't like us because those of us who teach our clients how, you know, how not to just get well, but stay well are no longer customers of the cartel. And, um, guess what? It takes money out of their pocket. And we all have John D. Rockefeller Sr. to thank for that because, uh, you know, he's no joke. And the way he did business was, like I said, not just to uh, compete with you, but to literally stomp you out. And uh, and that's how we got what we have now. And it's real unfortunate. But the answer to the problem is, or the solution to the problem is, we as individuals have a choice to participate and feed the beast or not feed the beast and go down a different pathway. So, you know, you are the answer you've been looking for. There's no magic uh, bullet, just like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, uh, the witch, good witch of the East, I think, or whatever said to her, said, you know, you could always go home. The power has always been within you. And I'm here to tell your listeners that, you know what, the power is in with you. Just because the system was set up to profit off of paying and suffering doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you need to participate and your acceptance is what gives them power over you. So uh, make different choices 
Uh, the most powerful tool is the boycott, you know, meaning putting your money uh, into supporting or not supporting companies that are, are congruent with your, uh, with your objectives in life for you and your family. And uh, don't be a victim. Uh, get empowered, make different choices, and uh, that way we, we can restore the power to the people. I love it. And, you know, it's one thing I teach a lot about the law of duality. You know, we always have this, there's the dark side of things, if you want to call it. And there's many ways we can go down this, but just what you're presenting here, it's like, you know, they, they, they've got the hand on everything. They're, they're controlling everything. But the light side is, you know, you said there's ways that you can go ahead and do that. And then you mentioned boycotting. What are other ways that people can restore the power back, put the balance back, or however you want to phrase it, but um, to get power back to breaking this down and creating a, a new reality. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, the power is always in you. It's where you feed your energy. And if you want to get a little metaphysical, you and I can play that game because, yeah, you know, we're, 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 we're in that zone. I mean, you know, we're in that zone. Everything is about duality plus minus. Uh, the body is electromagnetic. All right. Mm-hmm. All is mine. The first hermetic principle principles all is mine that's why in generation six my first chapter is called is the glass really half empty and what that does is it challenges your perspective remember before i can influence you i need to change your mind okay just like in the glass and i like to keep things very very simple you have an eight ounce glass with four ounces of water how can a glass you know be present in two different dimensions being half empty and half full is it the glass or is it your perception of the glass that makes it reality? It's your perception. So if you see the glass half full, you're going to be one way. If you see the glass half empty, you're going to act another way. And that's how you create your life and your world. Okay? All is mind. Nothing occurs without your mental image and picture of what you think it is. And one of the things, like I told you early in this conversation was I wrote generation sick because I learned that the system that I was raised to believe in was not the system that was. All right. So it led me to shift my perspective to be able to go down a rabbit hole and say, well, okay, so what are the facts? All right. I don't like the word truth. Truth is subjective. I like the word fact because facts don't need belief. Belief means you don't know. All right. You still you have to believe because you don't know. You either know or you don't know. So sun rises in the east, sets in the west, doesn't require belief. It's just a fact. What people need to do is they need to boycott. And by boycotting, I mean being mindful of where they put their resources, i.e. their money. A money is nothing but a representation of energy. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you come out and you put your energy someplace, that is what will thrive. So if you don't want to participate and feed a beast of a system that was designed to profit off of your pain and suffering, don't feed the machine. Go to a chiropractor. Go to somebody, an herbalist. Go to an acupuncturist. Somebody who, homeopathy. Go to somebody who is practicing a discipline that nurtures nature and that is congruent to the cosmology of the body of as above, so below. Okay? So, so you have that power. Now, if you think insurance is going to pay for it, good luck. Because <laughs> insurance doesn't pay for anything. Does that... That means you have to go into your pocket. Yes, it does. Okay. So you ultimately have the power. If you go to the Alpaths, okay, and then again, not to bash them, but they have their place. 
Like yeah. I read in Generation Sick, acute trauma care. All right, you cut off your arm, you break your leg, you have a heart attack or a stroke. There are surgeries and drugs that do save your life under certain circumstances. But that is very different than health care. That is crisis care. All right, that's crisis care. So your cognitive decision to support one thing or support something else is going to be the determining factor of your life. So that being said, there's no such thing as a victim, right? Because we all make choices. Like I to read them, like I put in my book, uh, there's a uh, very controversial chapter called The Accidental Drug Addict. Okay, and I'm not going to give away a little bit of as far as my perspective on it, but I want you listeners to read it. But there's no such thing as an accidental drug addict because last I checked, you made a choice, right? Yep. Just because it didn't turn out the way you wanted, um, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but you made a cognitive choice. Nobody put a gun to your head and said, stick this up your nose, put it in your veins, you know, put it in your mouth or whatever. So, Getting back to natural law, we have something called cause and effect, right? Cause and effect. And understanding these natural laws should be empowering to your listeners because you're not a victim of circumstance. You create your own reality in your own mind's eye and how you act by law needs to be congruent with what you think. Okay, they're not separate. They're one of the same. If all is mind, we can break it down a little, little, little bit further. We have three brain. Well, there's a difference between a brain and a mind. The way I see it, we have three minds. We have we have one brain. Well, really two brains: the cerebrum and the cerebellum. But we have the we have the uh, the cognitive mind, the cerebrum. We have the animal mind, the cerebellum, and then we have something called the gut mind. Right, the solar plexus, the solar chakra. All right, and the way I see it, you know, when people when they make decisions in their life, as far as what I should feed and what I should avoid, a lot of times we get a little bit bamboozled with logic and reason in our cerebrum. All right, we don't listen to our feeling in our gut. The beautiful thing about being this electromagnetic being, having an experience on a physical plane, is that we, have, we are in touch with various senses that I enjoy as a chiropractor, I know you enjoy. We only have this experience through our nervous system. It's because of our five senses that we even know we're in existence. And I tell people, I said, you don't believe me? Go into a sensory deprivation tank and see what happens. <laughs> okay? I love it. Then you're going to learn all is mind because the only thing that you have is yeah. where your mind goes. Okay? So I know it gets a little metaphysical, a little bit sort of expanded, but if we're going to talk about, I know some of the things that interest you and hopefully some of your, your listeners that really interest me as a chiropractor, as far as my development um, it's all about having this understanding of what we are and what we're not on various planes and various levels. And until we see the whole picture, we can't appreciate it and we can't maximize it to our fullest potential unless we recognize it first. And it all goes back to all is mind. 
I love it. And it's so true. I mean, uh, I do practice sensory deprivation tanks a lot. Uh, it's my way just to disconnect and re and realize that, you know, Hey, I'm all mine because once your senses are numb and you're just there, you're really, um, it's like an out of body experience. So I could totally uh, relate to you on that one. It's uh, very <laughs> yeah, so cool. You and I speak the same language. That's awesome. Oh yeah, brother. I'm. Uh, this is my language, and I mean, my whole book was on universal laws and the metaphysical side of things. So uh, totally with you on that. And I love how you talk about too, man. That you know, one of the things you said was facts. You know, we don't, not truth. I love that, and I, I'm actually going to start saying that too because it's like uh, I've heard a statement. I don't know if it was from you or someone else. I've heard that you can never argue the facts. Facts are facts. It just is what it is. Sure. The sun raises from the east, goes to the west. That's just a fact. You can't argue it because that's just what it is. Um, and to the listeners, I love how, you know, again, going back to how to break the system or how to shift gears is, you know, money is life energy. And it's what you, um, uh, what you put your energy to is what's going to maximize. So it, if it's, this is not one area, you focus on another area and just keep rocking and rolling with it. Awesome stuff. So we got three minds. We got this. You talked about mindset and focus. Is there anything that you usually recommend or something that to help someone keep their mind clear, how to keep their focus and what they desire to, you know, whatever it is that they desire to achieve or have in their life? Well, you know, it's not about keeping your mind clear. It's about focus because like Nikolai Tesla said, the mind is a, is a receiver, Okay, it's always receiving information from the universe. But I add to that is the brain is a decoder. All right. You know, you, you start getting kids, you know, and, and, and I just did an interview earlier about autism. Okay. And the biggest problem with autism is that, you know, you damage the hardware. So it doesn't matter what kind of software goes through the, 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 the brain. So, so, you know, we have this amazing potential as being human beings and you know we have all this information coming through when we talked about electromagnetism when the brain cannot decode certain information properly guess what happens it can't express it through the physical plane properly as well so you get these kids that are damaged on the on the physical plane through their brain but it expresses itself through their mind and then ultimately through their their physical body and you know one of the things that we need to do is we need to be able to be focused on what's important to us in our lives okay because we're constantly bombarded with information and we have to pick and choose what comes into our minds and we have to focus our energies toward that, either that goal or that person or that agenda or whatever. That is how we become productive because if not, we are very, very distracted because, you know, we can't control the, you know, the information that's, you know, that's coming in. And that's why meditation is very, very important. Um, we're so distracted, you know, distraction is one of the tools of mind control mm -hmm. because, you know, for me to control you, I need to plant seeds and I need to keep you distracted for you to be able to, um, be still and be focused that way you restore your own control and you ultimately become the master of your own universe. All right, because there's a 
there's a big difference between brain and mind. And our medical friends, you know, even if you ask them, and I challenge anybody to look this up now, they don't even know where the mind lives. Okay, <laughs> I gave you three <laughs> theories, but nobody knows where the mind lives. They know where the brain is, but they don't know where the mind lives. But the, the brain, really, let's talk about the mind. The mind is so powerful it's so important because you and i are familiar with something called psychosomatic response right Mm -hmm. so let's talk about health okay and well-being um you can think yourself sick that's why what i tell my clients my practice members i call them practice members because i don't treat disease we have medics that do that they're practice members all right i tell them until you get it right in your head whatever mental things are stressing you out and that are compromising your adaptability factor, it doesn't matter what I do for you as a treatment, you will not heal, okay? You will not heal because the energy is limited and focused on, you know, in a a limited space. So I tell my people, and and I'm I'm sure you've had some experience like this as well, I haven't come across in my almost 20 years of practice – Somebody that didn't express a physical manifestation of some kind of symptom that didn't have a psychological component attached to it if you ask the right questions. Okay, there's always something going on in their lives. There always right? is. Uh, there always is. So I wanted, one of the things I try to do is I try to make sure that they're mindful of that. And I tell people, I said, look, health is a byproduct of adaptation. And adaptation is a byproduct of your body's ability to properly process physical, chemical, and mental stimuli. All right. The public calls them stressors. I don't like that word. I don't use that in generation sake. I use them stimuli because it's always negative. What makes it negative is your body's inability to adapt to them. All right. So you need to be able to address mind first. You have to, if you, or in a bad relationship, you hate your job, you're, you have people in your life that are toxic and negative. Until you address those situations, none of your physical ailments are going to heal because you are already limiting them. And, you know, we talk about, you know, I, I don't like this, we're chiropractors talk about miracles. And I don't like miracles because to me, miracles are nothing more than the expression of nature unimpeded. Okay. That is a miracle. Okay. Because, you know, we are so bamboozled and brainwashed to accept sickness and disease as norm. Whenever something good happens, God is a miracle. Well, I'm here to tell you, nature does not discriminate. They don't like me more than they like you. So guess what? It's not about I'm being the chosen one or you're the chosen one or any of that stuff. It's about whose adaptability factor is higher physically, chemically, and mentally, and who can express that adaptation on the physical plane on a greater scale. And if you can do that, you're okay. You know, just like, you know, they always used to say, well, the DNA is your blueprint and you're locked into your DNA. Well, we all know now that the expression of DNA is controlled based upon your environment and your ability to adapt, right? So, so, and it all starts with mind. Remember, physical, chemical, and mental. It's the triune. It's the triune. And 
you know, for your listeners to know this, because part of my goal with Generation Sick is to get people out of the victim mentality and empower them to take control of their lives. And that's why the mantra of the book is to restore the power to the people. You are the answer that you've been searching for. You just have to take the proper necessary steps to understand the facts, regardless if you believe them or not. I don't want you to believe anything. Don't believe me. Either know or don't know. <laughs> right? Don't believe, because believe means I don't know. All right? That's why you have that faith, because you don't know. All right? So just, and to me, that's a cop out. So I'd rather know or, or not know. So, and I don't know what I don't know. So that's the limitation of humanity. Uh, that's why we all need each other. You know, we're all one. Uh, we all learn from each other different things. Um, and we're all assets of one another. So, uh, you know, man, I mean, listen, this, this is a, a Pandora's box that you and I could talk about this forever. Um, the hard thing is, is for people to, to be open-minded enough to see the glass that's half empty is also half full. Once they shift their perspective, they will be able to accept a different paradigm. And once they accept a different paradigm, they will be more inclined and empowered to take different actions. And it's actions that change things. All right. I always say to my clients, if you know and don't do, that just means you don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so that's what it's about. I, I, I am, I've been, you know, last 10 years, the way I live my life, the way I conduct business with my practice members, I want people to be empowered. I want people to be independent and not dependent. And I want them to be able to live their life to their full potential. And I'm just a tool to help them achieve that goal. And that's why I'm here. I love it, man. The passion coming off you. I could definitely feel it on this side. Um, I definitely love it. One of the things I'll just say this real quick. Um, you know, I, I was talking to a patient one time and, and we were talking about glasses half empty, half full. And I said, what do you think? And of course they go half full. And I said, well, let's look at it from a different perspective. I think it's all full because you got half air and you have half water. Ever heard of that one before? Uh, I have. Um, I, I, I just, I, I just didn't use that in the book because I wanted to give the perspective of just the water aspect of it. Oh no, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah, no, totally do. Um, so I know you talk a lot about the adaptability factor. That's the coin term that you like to use. How does someone really maximize their adaptability factor so that they can experience their optimal potential or maximize human performance or potential? Well, listen, first and foremost, we're chiropractors, right? Uh, again, facts, facts, not opinions. Gray's Anatomy tells us, page four, that the nervous system controls and coordinates the function of all structures of the human body. Correct? Yep, totally. That doesn't need any belief, does it? No. Just fact. No. So adaptation is, the foundation of adaptation is control and coordination, so we have an internal and we have an external environment, right? Because we talked about the adaptability factor. Part of that is acknowledging the internal and external environment to the human body, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So, now, so now we have we have an expression on a physical plane through stimuli, right? Control and coordination is the foundation in response to stimuli. What kind of stimuli? Physical, chemical, and mental. Yep. Physical. 
How do you improve that? Move. Do something. Our body motion is life. Move. They asked me, what doc, what should I do? I don't care. Do something, whatever you like, just move. Chemical. Ready? Stop putting poisons in your body. All right? Stop. You know what? And it's hard because we got GMO foods. We got chemtrails. We got glyphosate. We got everything else. Grow your own food to the best of your ability. Support your local organic farmers. Okay? Drink clean water. Get yourself a reverse osmosis unit in your house. Our body is 70% water. Our blood volume is 70% water. So nutrition is key. Okay? So make different food choices. And third, which should be first, is mental. Okay? Mental. Understand that what you think becomes your reality. And you have control over that. Okay? Choose to be empowered, not victimized. That's the triune that you need to grasp your head around. So ultimately, the adaptability factor refers to the body's ability to adapt to physical, chemical, and mental stimuli accordingly. Okay? Yes, sir. It's proper adaptation accordingly is health. That's the expression of health. All right? I don't like the word stressor because it's always got a negative connotation. We're constantly under a stimuli. Our body on this physical plane responds or adapts to stimuli internally and externally, right? Put water in your mouth, what happens? Breathe air, what happens? Eat food, what happens? Internal, external, we have our five senses, right? So, so if your adaptability factor is compromised or reduced because you're having a, something mental you can't adapt to, physical you can't adapt to, Chemical you can't adapt to. I talk about in generation six, there are two causes for disease and disease, not dis-ease, a toxicity of one thing or another or a deficiency of one thing or another. Okay? Close the gap on those. That will help your body to express a higher level of adaptation on the physical plane because that's all we have to work with on this planet Earth is the physical manifestation or the expression of adaptation. I had to make it simplistic and I had to be able to present it in a way that was congruent with my goals and objective for my practice members as a chiropractor. Okay. So I tell people, you come to see me for one reason to maximize your adaptability factor, physically, chemically, mentally. Is that what you want? Great. Let's make sure your nervous system is functioning to its fullest potential. If that's not what you want, go down the street. What can I tell you? And you know what? I've been blessed to do this almost 20 years. And you know what? I'll do this for as long as God willing. And I'm really going, you know, I'm really at a point in my career where I'm enjoying the fact that I put on my card. We don't just treat you. We teach you. I enjoy the teaching part because I've been so immersed in this stuff for so many years now. I think I know enough to be able to share. I mean, I'm a constant life learner. Yep. And, you know, we as human beings are limited to the fact that we don't know what we don't know. But I'm at a point where I can give enough information that's factual, that empowers the people to be independent than dependent on me. Okay, I don't want to see you, you know, three times a week for two years. 
Okay. <laughs> I want you to understand that your nervous system lives within your spine and proper spinal hygiene is essential to maximizing your adaptability factor and come see me as you see fit. And I have most of my clients come twice a month, not because I tell them to, but because they want to. And I'm cool with that. Love it. You know, that's just, that's just my way of doing it. And maybe it's, it's maybe it's me evolving, you know, and you know how it is. Our practices are an expression or an extension of ourselves. And we like attracts like another universal principle, all right, or a law of nature. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and, and, and I'm loving this, man. I don't let's say this is not work. This is just fun. And uh, I'm not changing lives. I'm empowering people to change their own lives because I don't want to change your life because that makes me responsible. And I've always been saying to people, I have two kids I don't need anymore. Because if, I, if you're dependent on me, I'm doing you a disservice. Because as parents, what do we want? We want our kids to be independent, you know, byproducts of society that can do their own thing and be thankful and appreciative for the wisdom we shared with them. And wisdom comes from facts. Yep. Right. Wisdom comes from facts. Again, we use these, you know, I love this language, like, you know, being, you know, uh, wealthy and being rich, two different things, right? Wealthy and rich, but most people's minds, because the mind works in pictures, we think one of the same. And I talk about in Generation Sick, uh, Steve Jobs, when he died, was one of the richest guys in the world, but he wasn't wealthy. Because guess what? He's dead and I'm alive. So I have a chapter in Generation Sick titled, Health is wealth. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, in society today, you're so conditioned not to appreciate your wealth until you're sick. And we have to change that. And the only way to change that mindset is for somebody to say to you from the outside, hey, is that glass really half empty? <laughs> well, if, if you only know to see it a certain way and you don't know what you don't know, unless somebody like me or you comes to them and say, hey, Mary, guess what? It's also, it's a half empty or it's also half full. Well, what do you mean? Well, let me show you. No. Then at that point, you set the platform and then they're off to the races. Because it's not us to tell them what to do. It's for them to find out for themselves. Remember, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall open. That's what yes, it's about. Sir. I love it, man. This is awesome stuff. Uh, <laughs> I knew this would be an awesome one with you. And everything you're saying like resonates with me to the max and everything. Um, so I definitely love it. I love it. And I know how you talked about, you titled the book Generation Sick. You know, I know you mentioned autism. I love how you were diving into the whole, they have a hardware problem, no matter what you do with the software. It's Because, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I see autistic children in my office. And I'm assuming you also do too. And, um, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, every time I see a parent come in, it's always the same thing about they're doing, they're trying to do all this sense in that century, just to trying to input more and more software to try to override the a hardware issue. Um, do you see, uh, with your book and, and forgive me if I'm wrong, I think you dived into this a little bit, um, with autism and, and the rise in this whole movement of our generation being sicker and sicker. Well, you know, one of the things I, I, I try to do with the book is to expose the facts that the system is not your friend. The system is not here to protect you and your kids. And I have a chapter in that called Natural Hope, The Reconnection. It was. Okay. Yep. And, and what I talk about is that God doesn't make mistakes. And we talked about adaptation. 
um, the female body was designed to incubate life. The male body was designed to create life. How do we know that? Because now a little bit of science proved what I've been saying for a long time, that the sperm is, has a positive charge. The egg has got a negative charge and that's what attracts them to each other. And when they meet, boom, we have a spark. Okay. <laughs> so understanding how powerful you are and how the creator has already thought about how to not only create your body from two cells, but also to sustain your body throughout life. And we have a process, again, a triune, everything in the world is three. We have, you know, we have birth, we have growth, and we have death, which are all natural. One of the things that happens is that women are brainwashed to believe that their bodies are incapable. And Pregnancy itself by our medical friends is viewed upon as a pathology, not a normal con condition. And instead of empowering mom to her greatness and letting her know that it takes two to create the baby and takes two to take care of it, um, parents are being mentally bamboozled through fear and ignorance to say, if you don't do this, this is the only way to protect your child. Um, I think I'm the only guy on record to say that the vaccine theory itself is a fraud. All right. And I say it being a fraud is because there's no way that you can get something good out of something bad because there is a big difference in your readers can, a couple of people that did research on this already. There's a big difference between being infected and exposed. Yeah, totally. Okay. Big difference between being infected and exposed. What happens when you introduce a poison and you bypass nature's immune system or adaptation system, the skin, the blood, and lymphatics? You put it directly into the bloodstream, you are already infected. It's only a matter of time where that manifests itself. You being exposed, nature has a systems of checks and balances. The blood, the skin, lymphatics. People talk about the gut. The gut is nothing but the skin on the inside. And when the baby comes out of a sterile environment, okay, the womb, the placenta, into a different external environment, it needs to have different adaptation mechanisms, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It changes its environment. Massively. So guess what? Nature provided. You know what it did? When the baby gets born through the birth canal, the probiotics that are in there, the microbes that are in there, all right? Well, people, again, this is getting away from fear and ignorance. What happens is microbes were, are created or they're present to live symbiotically with the human body. So as the baby is born, the baby gets coated with all of these microbes to first protect its skin to the outside, right? Because we said that that's an organ. Then all of a sudden, we're so genius, the body is so genius, what happens? All of a sudden, you break the baby out, the baby, and that's why also, by the way, uh, vaginal babies are healthier than, than C-section babies. Massively. Okay? Yep. All right. So all of a sudden, the baby's born, and then what happens? Boom. Goes right up on mom's breasts, right? Yep. Does, does, does the breast secrete milk right away, or does it secrete something called colostrum? Colostrum. Yes. And the bacteria, the microbes, 
Let's, let's, let's call them nicely. The microbes. <laughs> Our mom's nipples are ingested by baby. All of a sudden, it has a sterile internal environment, right? Yep. Guess where it gets those beautiful probiotics? Right Mama. Mm-hmm. Mama, show me the way. Right? And then all of a sudden, at that point, what do they say? Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that to baby. Baby needs this injection, that injection, everything else. So they completely disregard mama building the skin, building the blood, okay, because they need to make sure that that umbilicus pumps it all out and, you know, make sure that that blood is in the baby's uh, blood volume, mm-hmm. all right? And then the lymphatics, okay, the babies will cry. Why would the baby cry? Because it breathes the air and contracts everything and it moves the body. Does the lymphatic have a motility system of its own or does it need to move? It needs to move. Yep. Right. So guess what? They know all this. So the fact that they're telling people that you can inject the poison directly into the body, bypassing all of nature's mechanisms, and that can give you health? It being a lie because these guys are smart. Well, I'm not that smart. I just know a couple of things and use things logically. Yeah. That is fraud. Totally. Okay? That is fraud. So, so when parents understand what you and I understand and the simplest thing, and, and they not believe it, but understand it, only then are they going to restore their own power. And only then are they going to be able to take control of their birthing process of their babies and then make sure to raise them in congruency with nature because that immune system or that adaptation system, now that's in effect because the baby was in a sterile environment, now it's to an external environment that is full of microbes. It takes six months for it to mature. Minimal six months. That's not me telling you. Our medical friends are telling you. And what they're also telling you is that the milk, first of all, the colostrum comes out only three to four days. That sets the foundation of everything mama has, baby has. Exactly. Okay. So you come in, if you nurse the baby for at least two or two and a half to three years, two to three years, whatever, you know, right now that they're indicating, but most the same two to three years, baby has the best chance to build its adaptability system, which is blood, lymphatics, and skin, i.e. the guts also included in that. So who has the power to not only bring life, first of all, create life, incubate life, and maintain life for the purpose of vitality than mom and dad? I love it. That's what we need to reestablish. And again, if you take control over your understanding of what your body was designed for and if you're willing to protect your kids at all costs you're not going to offer them up to the altar of the white coat you're not because you're going to know that what's going to happen is you're poisoning them and you're destroying their brains they're destroying not only their brains you're destroying your skin their blood and lymphatics they're poisoned they're already infected they're not just exposed they're infected, and it's only a matter of time it, when their blood volume comes down, their lymph, lymph system gets congested, they have an abrasion or a cut that opens them up to um, the external environment. There's an imbalance with the internal and external environment, and then at that point allows that virus, so to speak, to incubate. Because you and I both know viruses are not alive, okay? I learned that viruses to... Um, 
to manifest their activity need to take over a cell and they need to take over the cell and to hijack their DNA. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so what it does is once it hijacks the DNA at that point, it starts to express itself based upon what its potential is. So, so viruses themselves, they're not dead. They're just dormant. And so, so this nonsense of a live virus or a dead virus, it's all bullshit because what you did was you infected these kids and these people. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So what you did was you broke natural law because natural law tells you that there's a difference between being infected and exposed. And also what it doesn't tell you, what nobody talks about except for me, is that your body has to become a host for that virus or that pathogen to be able to embed itself and take over and express itself negatively through physical tissue. Okay, nature has the checks and balances. I tell people this all the time, and, and I know you're letting me sort of go in this. Uh, you look at a fly, okay, look at a fly, all right? And I, and I said this earlier, a fly does not lay its eggs on, on anything alive, okay? A fly will land on you, and you're alive, land on your dog, or land on your kids. It will not lay its eggs. It will only lay its eggs on something that's dead, that does not have electromagnetic energy, okay? Something that's... That's, that is a non-suitable host. It doesn't lay the eggs. It only lays its eggs on something that has become the perfect host. Well, true. So guess what? How does nature, if nature has that programmed into flies and you can't get maggots on anything alive, why that's do you true. think that you and I are exception to the rule? So that's why I say the vaccine theory itself is a fraud and vaccines are only in existence because of their theory. Yep. You know, the, the, the way that the, the system is set up is you need to have a theory first, and then you have to prove it either right or wrong. Yep. So, again, there, there's no company without any customers. And if you choose not to be a customer, you regain your power. If you choose to be a customer and you're not satisfied with the end results of what you purchased, shame on you. Yeah. Power to the people, brother. Amen to that. And, it, and it's, it's so true. Cause like, I always talk about how you know, I love how you brought the whole fly thing up and choosing, you know, live tissue versus, you know, or something dead versus alive, but no light electromagnetic uh, energy, um, you know, viruses and, and bacteria are opportunistic. You know, it's, it's one of those things they they're, they're, they have a consciousness of their own in a sense, even when a virus is dormant, it's, it needs a host in order to live and thrive. And, you know, what is it? Chicken pox, uh, sits in your immune system, um, in the dorsal horn, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes. and so, and it's not that it's alive. It's just, I always say it's like taking a nap. And then when the opportunity rises and all of a sudden it goes, ah, here we go again, I can awake. Boom. And is it, it's, you probably say it, it's, it's electromagnetic uh, surge energy. There's an attraction, nature of law. And all of a sudden it allows it to exist and be there. And then boom, here's the experience. Here's everything that follows suit from there. Would you agree on that? And, I, and, I, and, I, and that only happens when you have a reduction in your adaptability factor. Yes. And that's exactly what I, uh, I love preaching about. I always tell people it's all, uh, I don't coin the word. I don't use the word adaptability factor. I just, well, I do say adaptability. Um, Listen, you can use it. I know. <laughs> it's one of those things I'm like, ah, I use it somewhat, but I'll give credit uh, to listen, all the time. I'll say it's more than it's another Dr. Rick who coined it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, feel free brother, because look, it ain't, it ain't about me. It ain't about you. It's about them. Amen. 
And uh, I was going to ask you one question I want to ask. I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but you ever heard, you know, they always say it, it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. So when it comes to breast milk, I only came up with this theory. I don't know if there's any science behind it. I have not looked it up, but it physiologically, it makes sense to me uh, because I've heard that, um, you know, every mother passes down to her child through breast milk about five, six immunities, five, six different things that they're going to naturally build the immune system up automatically to be immune to something. What that is, I have no idea. But um, my father, you know, back in Italy, they believed in um, passing on the baby to other women to feed off. Now, I don't know if that was because things were poor and they needed help with breastfeeding. I have no idea what the cause was, but Italians would do this um, to help with uh, just feeding the baby. They, They would do it for at least a year. And my dad always said when he was a kid, he was always going off the one to the other breast and <laughs> off them with all the moms that were um, um, nursing at that time. And to me, I think that's, uh, uh, I know it sounds weird in America for that type of stuff, but I think it's kind of genius because then you're really maximizing the immune system and increasing, or as you would say, the increasing adaptability factor. Um, any thoughts on that or anything you know about it? Well, well, well listen, you know, this is, this is my perspective. Remember when you're talking about these factors, um, it's my understanding that they're most present in the colostrum. The colostrum is only present three to four days. Anything after that is nutrition. Um, so, 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 you know, what I would say is, you know, most moms who nurse their babies the first three to four days after birth, um, they're going to keep their baby. Okay. They're going to keep your baby. Um, you know, if they pass them along, it's not going to be before three to four days. So anything that they get afterwards, uh, I don't think is going to be relevant from, um, a system development perspective. Uh, I think it'd be more, more nutrient based and, you know, a greater assimilation because the perfect food for, for, for growing humans is, is breast milk towards its ratios and everything else. I think that is more standardized than the initial colostrum. I, I, I was thinking, I would love to see, you know, a, a sort of, I don't know how they analyze it, an analysis of, you know, difference in colostrum and, and what they have between, you know, various different women, uh, as opposed to, and also comparing the regular milk. I mean, I think you'd find more similarities, uh, in the milk profile than you would in the colostrum profile. Because remember, the baby itself, uh, is a parasite. Okay. The baby itself is a parasite. So there needs to be a chemical affiliation between mom and baby. Um, and, and, and I don't think that, you know, you know, even though they do do that, I, I, I very rarely think that you're going to see a, a woman giving up the baby, uh, for that protocol, uh, prior to, you know, the colostrum being maxed out. Gotcha. And that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it, it made sense to me. But uh, um, one other things too is like when you look at, um, you know, I love how you said uh, the whole chemical communication stuff. And um, there's been studies out there that looked at, you know, again, trusting nature, right? Trusting the way things have been from eons uh, instead of trusting man. Not that I have anything against man, but when we come and try to think we're better than nature, I just think that that's where the, the, the hecticness and the chaos. Oh, we get in trouble, brother. Yeah, that's exactly right, man. And so one one of the things they've done studies where they can actually, they were testing breast milk at different times through a feeding and they can, they actually were able to see ratios in carbs, proteins, and fats change 
at instantaneous feeding um, based upon what baby needed at the time because of how the communication system is set up for mom and baby. Well, and, and that doesn't surprise me because remember, um, babies, and, and I think they prove this now, kids are always connected to their mom. Yep. Uh, no matter what. And remember, when a baby latches on, it, it, it completes the, the electromagnetic bond now outside of the womb. Because remember, they had the bond inside the womb. They had it through the placenta. Okay. Mom fed baby there. And now all, all, only thing that happened is a changed environment. Okay. Yep. So subsequently, it's, it's, it's needs to maximize its adaptability factor of change as well. So instead of being latched on now through the umbilicals, right, they're latched on through the breast, all right? But in society in the United States, that's a no-no, all right? So, <laughs> so again, rem- remember, and it's a no-no because they, try, they need to do everything they can to get mom to distrust everything natural. Only that way will they accept something artificial, yeah. Okay. So, so what we need to do is we need to a expose, and this is getting back to what we talked about earlier, expose the Oz for what he or she really is and empower mom to understand she's Dorothy. And the power has always been with her now. And we focus on mom because mom is the incubator, but it also dad as well. It takes two to make them. It takes two to raise them. And, you know, dads also play a very unique role in helping the baby grow and to develop um, physically, chemically, mentally. So, you know, if our ultimate goal is to help raise a well-adapted, well-established, well-balanced individual, you need to use everything that nature provided you as a tool to make that happen. Any neglect in nature's design results in a deficit, regardless of if you acknowledge it or not. Okay, everybody talks about science, all right? The true science is nature. All they're trying to do is unravel nature's blueprint. Yep. Okay, Tesla told uh, us about that. Love that. All right, so let, let's, let's talk the truth. Yeah. All right. You know, and then you and I, you, look, you and I always talked about, you know, it's, nature is science. So anybody who discredits nature, man, run like hell. They're full of shit. <laughs> okay. I love Common it. sense supersedes all nonsense. Okay. Yeah. If you and I have understood the fact in like you did in the beginning, all is mind. If you're trying to corrupt my mind to tell me that nature makes mistakes, and nature doesn't have a blueprint, and nature doesn't have a sacred geometry, and there's no correlation between an as above, so below. If we are not the heavens above, and we are on, on this, you know, on this earth, then guess what? I'm going to run like hell because you're full of crap. All right. And there's too many people that are teaching people nonsense. And I say that because here's a logical thing that doesn't make sense to me. We live in the information age. Okay, and with all these health um, shows and videos and podcasts like this, if we're really telling the truth, if we're really telling the facts to people on what it takes not only to get well, but to stay well, why are we continuing to be sicker and sicker? That just doesn't make sense. The only logical conclusion I could come to is somebody's lying to me. 
And I think false hope is worse than no hope. So we got to get off of that. You can't associate with people that speak with a forked tongue. And you can't support that either um, as a, uh, a member of the public or as a professional like you and I. Okay, we can't support institutions or individuals that speak with a forked tongue and play both sides against the middle. Because you know who suffers? The public. And how are we in Generation 6 now, 2018, when we've been, we've had the internet for so many years and we've had so much information and we have so much of this health stuff, why are we continuing to get sicker and sicker? The only logical, rational answer is somebody's lying to us. So we got to shovel through all the bullshit. We have to get back to exposing nature's blueprint to people and letting them know that, you know what, they are ultimately the solution to the problem they're looking for, but they have to do some work. You know, things, nature is very simple. Nature is not easy. All right. And that's very, very important to understand. You know, the answer is simple. If it's truthful or factual, Okay, the answer is complex is bullshit, because for me to 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 get you to believe some hocus pocus, I got to baffle you with bullshit. Okay, so so even with Generation Sick, I wrote Generation Sick, and I'm sure you can contest for a freshman in high school to read. There was no big words in there. There's really not a lot of information that's in there that, you know, that, that will try to you know blow your mind the purpose of the book was to give you factual information that is simplistic to digest and more importantly, challenging to implement because the solution is simple. The lies are complex. So, so, so I want your listeners to, to, to really wrap their head around that. If things are complex or if you're listening to somebody who's using $20 words, run like hell. Because all they care about is lining your pockets. Look, anybody who speaks the facts is not going to get rich. Okay, sure. they're not. Okay, so 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 you know if you know, and I'm not not to say anything about you know making some money and everything else, but people who speak the facts are not the most popular people in the world. Okay, not. all right. Um, so you know, use common sense and logic. And understand that if people talk about science and studies, look, studies are always bought and paid for. You and I know that. So to me, when somebody brings me a study, that's bullshit. Because I want to know who paid for it. And if I'm going to give you $10 million for a study, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to make sure that I can cook the books to show whatever I wanted to show. But nature does not make mistakes. And nature, the protocols in nature are very, very simple. The hard thing is to recognize them. And even a harder thing is to implement them in a society that's been altered in your mind to enjoy and to uh, approve artificial means as truth. And we wonder why we're still in Generation Sick. And, and you know, to me, I, I wrote in a book, I said, the greatest gift I give to my kids and what my intentions with it is that they live longer and better than I do because uh, they learned the facts firsthand and allow them to make better decisions. And uh, that's all we can do. All we can do is share the information, uh, encourage people to, you know, see a different perspective 
and encourage them to have the courage to take different actions. And that's the only way to things, that's the only way things change. And, and that's why, like we said earlier in the show, changes things, not protesting. Protesting is just a waste of energy. You know, the hidden hand that's there, the system, when you're standing there and you're doing your rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, that's great to bring awareness. But if you don't change your actions, that just proves to them that, you know, you think you know, but you really don't because you're still doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And Einstein said that sanity. So you're an insane idiot. <laughs> I love it. So true. Most people who receive those seeds are willing to cultivate it. So that's where we're at right now. And uh, you know what, man, you know, you and I could talk about this forever, but uh, you know, uh, listen, I, I'm thankful that we finally get a chance to get together and, and, and share some info and challenge some perspectives and encourage people uh, not to seek outward, but to seek inward and let them understand that they're more powerful than they think they are. And let them also understand the fact that they and only they are the solution to the problem that they've been looking for. I love it, man. Uh, you speak right to my heart and soul and uh, it gets me all fired up. So I'm glad to have you on. And uh, real quick before we end, um, how can people get a hold of you if they reach out to you? How to get their book and everything like that? And I mean, I'll have some of this stuff in the show notes. <laughs> Listen, they can, uh, they can get the book on Amazon. It's on Amazon and Kindle. Um, I have a Facebook page. And I also, the best way for them to get me is get on Facebook if you're on social media. We have a Generation 6 page. They can always send me a message that way. Uh, I check that regularly. Um, I use that as a platform just to plant and, and to share information uh, that I think challenges people's perspectives. And uh, I think that's the best way for them to get me um we, we had a generation sick page uh it was called gen sick but that got taken down by mysterious circumstances uh, <laughs> and i don't want to give out my my, my 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 private email but the best way for them to communicate with me is through social media because you know the questions that they have uh there's other people looking like when you and i were in school you know there's no question that's a bad question um you know and other people in the room were probably thinking the same thing but they're not really uh, asking it. So what I like to try to do is, you know, reach out to me on the Gen Sick page, like the page, buy the book on, uh, on Amazon. Uh, it's one of the most highly censored books on Amazon. So I ask people, if you enjoy the information, you find value, please leave a review because the reviews are the only way to override the sensory and, uh, on Amazon. So the censoring. So, uh, you know, I mean, I was very fortunate that, you know, people, uh, a lot of people have been given it five stars. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, but again, you know, share it with somebody you love. Uh, knowledge is power. And the only way that we're going to be able to take different actions is if we learn different things and shift our mind space to a different perspective. So, um, listen, that's my gift to humanity. And, um, listen, I love the opportunity to share with you always. And, uh, that's the best way for them to be able to, to, uh, you know, to maximize, you know, their life choices and, and just share with people you love because guys, health is wealth. You know, look, you can take, you can lose everything tomorrow. If you have your health, you can rebuild it all. Uh, I can give you all the money in the world and tell you you're going to be dead in three days. It's not worth it. 
Uh, Steve Jobs was a perfect example of that. And, and just understand, just take care of it, protect it, and don't be one of those people that doesn't value it except for, you know, when you got a terminal diagnosis. So, you know, be better than that. I love it. And we'll have that in the show notes. Dr. Vic, I want to thank you for having you on, man. It was awesome. I could definitely, uh, definitely have you back on soon. And uh, we can definitely chime in some more good, uh, uh, some awesome topics and speak the facts, brother. Hey, listen, thanks for having me. Uh, please do me a favor, share the link with me because I want to share that with people as well. Uh, listen, congratulations on your new book. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, you know what? Uh, listen, we're just chopping wood, brother. Just chopping wood. So until next time, love you, man. And keep doing great things. Love you, brother. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.